everybody. This is Ben Hogan with the Mr. Legs podcast in the Mr. Legs studio here in Reedland, Iowa today. And we are Zooming. We can see each other. I can see Joa. I can see our guest. Guest, can you tell us who you are? Hi, my name's Caleb Hogan. Uh, I'm 12 years old. I go to Community Lutheran School, and my father is the Mr. Legs champion. Well, I'm back-to-back champ, so is that me? Yeah, back-to-back Mr. Legs champ. (laughs) And Joe is here. What up, everybody? What's up, Joe? Joe, I have noticed uh, since you moved to the suburbs, you have not wanted a podcast. So I was wondering, has that changed you? Not necessarily. We just are different timetables when we want to cast. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but do you feel different now that you live in a brand new house in the suburbs? It's not the suburbs. So <laughs> let, me, let, let me set the record straight. It's Des Moines proper. Mm-hmm. I'm in Des Moines, good old Des Moines. I would never go to the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good. I like it. It's coming together. They're actually still building houses next to me. So really? two houses down, they started a new house. So that's been interesting to watch. I saw the saddest thing of all time. It was like a Disney movie. Today, I heard this crackle, crackle. So I walk outside. I look over to my left. And again, I knew they were building this house. But it was, uh, what do you call it, a bobcat running over trees and tearing down trees. Right. You know, that was kind of in the backyard area. Yeah. Which is fine. But then I look over and I hear this crack, crack, crack. Trees are coming down. I see one little bunny run for their life. The forest is getting destroyed. And then I look, I was like, oh, that's so sad. And I see another one run for its life. Just so you greedy rich people can have your brand new houses in their woods. It was depressing. Yeah. Well, we've been finding mice in our rental in town. Maddie that works for us lives in it. And she's got a little infestation of mice going on. So what's up? Uh, what's the solution? What have you been doing? We're we're always kind of fighting it a little bit because we live in the country. Poison, I found, is the best. So not like traps because there's too many of them? Well, or? we're catching them in traps, but um, the poison works usually pretty well. It's kind of controversial, you know, because <laughs> she has a dog, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. People are, like, worried about them dying somewhere and it's smelling, but then Got they're also worried it. about them not dying and like being alive and running around and crawling in their covers so it's like that dilemma because the the traps work pretty good but like if you have a colony of them you know the easiest ways to poison those babies and they eat that poison like it's candy i'm hesitant to tell this next story but i'll just say i won't name any names or any time frames but i live next to someone it was an older person who was paranoid of raccoons yeah. And, and the area I lived by, I'm not saying when I lived there, was it was by an industrial area. So it was pretty, I was like, well, there's some trees and stuff, but, you know, we don't live right next to a forest, so there can't be that many raccoons. She was so paranoid, and she just, she would put out bowls of liquid poison. Yep, yep. And, and I'm not kidding. I was like, well, what's that? I got a little paranoid because I had a cat at the time that I let out kind of in the backyard. But yeah. But I got out, I was like, oh, my goodness. So I was like, oh, that can't work. Almost every day, she'd be like, Joa, or she or he would say, <laughs> Joa, come over, I need your help. And uh, there's a big dead raccoon laying five feet from that bowl. 
and I'd have to scoop it up and put it in the garbage. In Des Moines, like in town? Yes, or, or some other city to not be named. But, but, but yeah, yeah not in the country. Hilarious. Dad came to pick me up for something. We were doing something. You know, we must have been going somewhere. And she, it happened then. He came over with me, and I scooped up a dead rat, a big old raccoon, to put it in the trash. I, I do remember in high school, guys would say you take an like antifreeze and then, like, I don't know, sugar or these bug pellets that kill bugs, and you make this concoction, like, and it tastes sweet to them, and they love it. And yeah. then they die right away. But it is illegal as no other. <laughs> you can't do that. She'd yeah. have possum. She'd have random, all sorts of critters dead. Did she get anyone's <laughs> pets? No, that's what – no, I kept my cat in. It sucked. Ooh, I got a story about that. So when we lived in town, starting with this mice thing, I had mouse traps in when we lived in Reedland. And we'd always have, like, two in our garage. Well, one of my traps disappeared. And I was like, man, that's a bummer. You know, I wonder what happened. And then there was this cat that would come in my garage every once in a while. Well, fast forward to that spring. This is during winter, you know. In the spring, I was looking under our deck. And I'm like, hey, there's that mouse trap. Oh, something's caught in it. Oh, it was a cat, the cat's paw. And it, oh. it went under the deck. And I don't know why it, his paw was stuck in it if it just laid there. But the cat died under our deck because of the mouse trap. <laughs> it was a wow. cat skeleton with the mouse trap. <laughs> <laughs> A skeleton? Yeah, because it, awesome. it happened in like December, and I was like, I'm like, oh, it caught something. And I'm like, oh, that body <laughs> keeps going. <laughs> and then at first I thought it was a raccoon, but then I looked at it a little better. <sighs> but I think it was a stray cat, but I don't know whose it was. Hey, we're neglecting our guests. Caleb, do you have any trapping stories for us? Um, I do remember one time we were going deer hunting, and <laughs> I remember – a trap had like an amazing heart shot to a deer and that was really cool but we also had a uh, one of our guys miles Matthias, had a coyote trapped yeah uh, as you're hunting he had coyote traps there so then he caught a coyote what about trapping modern day trapping do they do that a lot up in your area ben oh, so like I'm our relatives used to do some trapping right like yeah. jim and jim. andrew even a little bit yep uncle jim did a ton so there's guys up here in our town group of guys well travis that was on the podcast it'd be his father-in-law and brother-in-law so they you don't start yet the season hasn't started but they trap for like a month or two just hard and i have two foxes on my wall that um they got me the hides and got flushed them all out and it only cost me like 40 bucks and i have them tanned hanging on my wall right here and we don't have to go super into it but do you know enough to tell those listeners that might be listening who don't know the world of trapping as far as like when you said the season see okay so that yeah. i don't even know is there like rules what if you yeah. catch you like an endangered species if there is one in iowa yeah i don't know how that works but well they want you want them to have full coats so like the season is like november to january you know you wouldn't want a raggedy one in july right. you know that makes sense sure yeah. sure so then they have good coats and then there's rules like you have to check them you know every day or so because you don't want something to sit there and be trapped and starved to death you know okay right on yeah nice. and there's there's different rules yeah and then you you even have to have like a, a name tag like how to contact you with the trap got it so my yeah. final question 
and I kind of remember this. I can't remember if it was, I have an uncle on my other side who used to do it. And I swear I went with somebody once when I was a little kid yeah. and we went to a place, you know, where there was all these furs. And I remember even then it was like something weird, like $5 an animal or something. Yeah. yeah. Like what is it worth it? Or you got to really trap a lot to make a decent amount of money. Yeah. Those guys say back in the day they could make money. Now it's more of a hobby. And uh, then, yeah. So like Trav's uh, father-in-law, his nickname's Beaver actually. I don't know why it's beaver, but I'm sure it's from trapping all the time. But so he has in his garage is just full of animals for like a couple months and he so sells them. And any of our, for any of our animal rights listeners, right? Would you, when they say like, <laughs> oh, a hobby to trap animals, but is it also like, so it helps like thin the population? Yeah. It's like good, like environmental, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, those raccoons, they eat bugs and fish. We don't want those savages out there, you know. You got to get them off the street. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just want to confirm for yeah. our uh, PETA listeners. PETA. But they get, um, I think they got an otter before, possibly. Yeah, because you got a point there. Yeah, if you're going to say something, at one point, otters were pretty rare. Oh, speaking of that, there was something kind of rare, a bird I remember. But I know a guy that accidentally trapped something rare, and it was on a public lake. And then someone saw it and they called and he, you know, it was a mistake. You know, yeah. nothing he could do about yeah. it. But yeah, but yeah. It, that one was even, it was the one of the lakes and you drive around and somebody's like, hey, there's that rare thing. Whoa, why is it stuck there? <laughs> <laughs> My final comment on traps. This okay. is full circle too, not a full circle, but the show Alone, which dad turned me on to. You yeah. know, the, the concept. Yeah. yeah. So they just did a, the recent season. It was whoever could get to 100 days, and they were like northern Canada. I was so intrigued. They would set snares. That's what these guys would do. They do a lot of snares. Well, but wait a minute. The trapping I'm thinking of are like steel plates. You step in the middle plate, and this thing chomps on your foot. Well, yeah, they have those. They even have hand traps where they'll put something where it catches the paw. Like if they'll reach in yeah. to get something. Okay, so the snares that I've seen – it's these people out in the Arctic, so they have little strings. They tie in a little, like, noose. Yeah. So a little rabbit jumps by and just gets in it, and then it just pulls it tight and kills them. Yeah. They're, they're snares. They use a lot of snares for raccoon and fox and all that. That's awesome. I yeah. would love to learn how to do snares. Yeah, they're pretty simple. You look at them, it's just one piece of steel or whatever, and they just – have some pin they put in the ground, you know, because they don't want them to pull it out. You should come up, though. When you come up in November for Thanksgiving, we could go over to Beaver Shop. What, what's – oh, and does he have snares? And does he teach Yeah, he has everything. A, uh, how to do snares clap? Well, I'll just say this. He's helped me do a lot of things. I don't – he hasn't taught me many things, but he'll just do it. The Most of the trapper people are the type of guys that – They'll do it, and if you watch them do it and you learn, that'll, that'll happen. But they're not going to sit down and write you a playbook of what you could just Google <laughs> quick. <laughs> they didn't get to where they're at being savage trappers by, by helping out guys that live in new houses in the suburbs. Someone for a year studies survival through YouTube or yeah. Google and then is set in the middle of the, the Arctic to survive yes i bet they could learn anything yeah you can learn yeah that's 
he gave me these two foxes and then there's a guy oh an hour west of here that uh for like not even 40 bucks tans them so i have like the the hides hanging there on the wall caleb what you got what do you guys want to talk about watch we talk some sports yeah what's so what's your take on the nfl season okay vikings are gonna get trevor lawrence Uh, the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl again. Who's going to uh, be on the other side? I think the Chiefs are – there's a really good chance the Chiefs could be back at it. And then from the NFC, hard to say a team from the NFC. Maybe the Packers? I don't know. I got a bad feeling the Packers yeah, are going to get in there. If they can keep blocking for him and keep their offensive line healthy – I think they're going to make a run. But when things get going down, like south, Rodgers kind of gets a little pouty a little bit. So that, But when they're yeah. on, oh, man, they're unstoppable right now. But against the Bucks, they weren't really blocking very good. And then he just kind of gets like – you could tell he just doesn't really want to fight through it. That's my thing. I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers guy. But I have really liked watching him play football this year, and I think it was a good move breaking up with Danica Patrick because now he can focus on football instead of his multimillion-dollar girlfriend that drives an ass car and is a model. What do you say, Joa? Interesting. Yeah, they're like, hey, Aaron, we need a touchdown. He's like, I don't need this. I can go home and hang out with Danica. <laughs> the Bills got – they got handled pretty well by the Titans, and then they just lost another game to the Chiefs. Yeah. And in both games, Josh Allen didn't look so hot. I've got him on my two of my fantasy football teams, and, yeah, he was started off awesome. But, yeah, you're right. Good call. Last two weeks, he's tanked it. Well, the Vikings just traded off uh, a really good DN today. So I think they are officially tanking right now, which is good. That's good news. Wait, who's? What did they do? Uh, that y- Yannick. They, they traded him already? To the Ravens, yeah. Just because there was a waste. He wasn't going to be able to. We're not doing very good. And then Donnell Hunter, our DN, that's really good, just had neck surgery. So he's out for the year. So we're officially tanking. Well, yeah, but our rookie who we got, he's amazing. Justin Jefferson is brother. Yeah. He might be. I don't know. Him and CD him and C D Lamb are the top two rookie receivers. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, we lucked out getting Justin Jefferson. Yeah. All right. I've got one for you. Okay. Who's winning the war? Belichick or Brady? <laughs> oh, you go, Caleb. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say right now because uh the Buccaneers got beat by the Bears, and it made Tom Brady look like he wasn't as good as everyone thought he was going to be this season. And then Bill Belichick, on the other hand, well, his star quarterback is, was out, so they're, they're, what, two and three, but it's hard to kind of give a good take on them because uh, Cam Newton is out. Oh, he's out? For how bad? How long? He got, he got Rona. Yeah, he's got the Rona. Oh, really? I you didn't know that? Well, yeah, I, yeah. I pulled up my roster. I have him on Fantasy, and his injury was COV. I'm like, oh, I think I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> so how long's he out? How many games does COVID equal? He's back he's now, back. yeah. Oh, so when they, they lost a couple, he was out. Yeah. Got it, got it. Okay, excellent. I like that take. Good call. 
Yeah, the more Caleb's talking about it, I'm thinking about it. First, I've seen Tom Brady, but is, is winning. Just his competitiveness and the way they just beat the pack. But the Patriots had a lot of guys um, not do the season. You know, some of the guys decided not to play this year. You mm. could opt out. So they had, I think, a bunch of guys on defense, if I remember right. And then they've had yeah. the, the corona situation going on. If Cam Newton would have been in against the Chiefs and yeah. the Patriots, they were they were actually doing pretty good against the Chiefs. But if Cam Newton would have been in, I'm saying if they if their D would have played that good, which they played a pretty good game, they would have been all right and maybe even won. If they would have won that game, I would have given it to Belichick. But right now, I'd say Brady. The World Series is going on right now. Yeah. Yeah, do you it's care? The Dodgers the Rays. Yeah, are you interested in that? Well, yeah, because it's kind of – we just watched this movie called Moneyball. Oh, yeah. And so the Dodgers, they got this huge payroll for – like they're paying their guys a lot of money. Where for the Rays, they're not paying their guys too much money. But they're still looking pretty good. It's tied one-to-one right now. You'd like that movie Moneyball, Joe. It's like 10 years old, too. It's an older one. That's weird. I can't remember the context, but I've talked about that movie more than once in the last month. Okay, it just came out. Netflix just just picked it up. So it's very interesting. Kristen's sister's son, is uh, he's a freshman at UCLA. They live in Chicago, but then he came back for COVID. He is interested. He's a huge sports kid. He was like a big baseball player, but his thing is like sports statistics. That's like this. Yeah. That'd yeah, be right so up his alley. Maybe we were talking about it from that context. Like that. Yeah, he, that's what he wants to do, and he's super smart and super into baseball. So I'm excited to hopefully he can hook me up in the future when he, when he works for a major league team. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what this is all about. They hire um, yeah. some Ivy League guys to help him out. Got it. And then the old, you know, scouts that know everything don't like it. And then these right. guys are running all these analytical things like in the early 2000s. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's got this fat guy, and uh, <laughs> he used to be brave. And uh, so the guy, is the, he's the guy who does all the pay. He pays the players. And then he picks up this kind of chubby guy from the Braves. And he's pretty funny. You'd oh. recognize him. I can't think of it. It's like actor that oh, he was in um, Superbad. He was chubby and now he's skinny. Yeah, Jonah Hill. Jonah yeah. Hill. Yeah, he's in it when he's chubby. He's but hilarious. he's not a baseball player, right? No, no. Well, he says like analytics. Yeah, he's the nerdy just... Ivy League guy. I thought Caleb said he, they picked up a chubby base. Oh, a guy from that town. Yeah. Yeah. Got it, got it. From the Cleveland Indians. They, yeah. Oh, he worked for them, got it. Yeah, and they weren't using him because he was just a nerd. In the, right. This guy's like, wait a minute, this guy knows yeah. what he's doing. I think I've seen it, but it's been forever, so I'll have to watch it because, yeah, it's all the rage, I guess. Yeah, well, it used to be when it first came out. I just had never watched it, and then now it's on Netflix. Well, isn't Brad Pitt in it? Yeah, Brad Pitt does a really good job, too. Yeah, you buried the lead. Caleb, you don't know Brad Pitt? You should have dropped his name first. <laughs> Caleb's 12. You don't know any of those guys. So, yeah, what other sports? What about the Stanley Cup? Were you interested? Uh, 
I don't even I don't even know who won that. Some some yeah, team from uh, that's sad. Okay. It's too bad. Like that's a kind of a cool sport. And and you know who Jim Rome is? Do both yep. of you know who Jim Rome? Yep. Do you know who Jim Rome is, Caleb? Who? Jim Rome. We, we listen to him on the radio sometimes, but yeah, he's great. Yeah. I like that guy. But anyways, he'd always talk about he'd always try to hype hockey and he'd always say it's the best sport to watch live. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah, I don't know. But you go to Des Moines, you go to we have like a minor league team. Yeah. And it's all the shenanigans in between the quarters <laughs> that you're interested in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chuck a puck. You ever yeah. seen that? <laughs> I'm just like, okay, the game is boring. Let's get to the yeah, the shenanigans yeah. in between. <laughs> <laughs> or the Zamboni that comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, they got a team up here, the uh, Blackhawks. They play there in the same league as the as the Buccaneers, your team. But you went to a hockey game? I probably went to four or five. Caleb, you've been Have there, you? haven't you? Yeah, I've been there before. They actually got to drop the puck. Or, or no, they did something where they got to be on the ice. I just had – sorry, I don't make this to be – mean to be all about me but i just had a weird flashback i had an opportunity i can't remember how i got it to throw a football into a circle to yeah. win like a hundred thousand dollars i yeah. think it was at uh the farmers yes i remember it were you there no but i remember leading up to it and then i remember afterwards you told the story that um you told the guy it's joa just like Noah, but a J. And then when you got ready to throw, he's like, uh, Joe Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think – I'm going to take it back. I, it couldn't have been for like $100,000. It was probably for something cheesy. Yeah. Because so, I didn't take it that – you know, if it was for like $100,000, I'd be practicing every second. <laughs> but I think it was for something, you know, maybe a $100 gift certificate or something. Oh, yeah, and then being out there in front of everybody. Yeah. You know, and getting, like, three throws. But it was, like, a small hole. Yeah, I remember that, though. <laughs> what We've been having more fun following the local high school sports and then we've been doing flag football. Anything, like, yeah. Nash, anything well, – Iowa State's been kind of fun to watch, you know, and then yeah. everything else is just kind of a turn off. What, how's your football going, Caleb? Good. We're the Minnesota Vikings. And we're 5-0, and and we got our last game this Saturday. Nice. We play the San Francisco 49ers, and we're looking for some revenge because they beat us in the playoffs last year. In, in the, the actual NFL. NFL. <laughs> so if you beat them, what happens? Oh, we'd be undefeated. There's no playoffs in our league. You just yeah, play six good. games. We just have pride. We know we're the best team. <laughs> new subject so caleb we haven't really talked about our utah trip yeah on here do you have just a, we don't have to get all in depth i know we've been going for a while now but do you have a summary of your take on our trip i think out of all the things we all the hikes we did my favorite was probably um the narrows but i just had an awesome time that'll be something i'll just remember for the rest of my life yeah, that's nice. I, and I like it where sometimes my assignment was just keep an eye on you. So that motivated <laughs> me to keep going, keep going and watch you to stay within your area because you were way ahead. So it was awesome. Explain Great. what the Narrows was, Caleb. It was in Zion, uh, uh, Zion um, National Park. 
and it's so you walk through there's like rocks and then water it's not all just water there's some land you can walk on but it's really cold water and then you have your stick and you got you walk through this path and you don't gotta be in the water the whole time but i tried to be in the water a lot <laughs> and then you go down to the very end and it at the very end it like gets it keeps getting more narrow and then you go down there and kind of just check it all out and then you take photos and do whatever you want and then you come back and man it was fun yeah what they call it a uh, slot canyon is what it is so we're in and the walls were like over 500 feet tall if not higher as we went through too my take on that adventure and uh it humbled me and appreciated uh mr legs ben himself so much the night before this trip and it was our first major hike so as Ben has referenced before, I'm a parking lot national park viewer. <laughs> now I'm not, but I really haven't gotten a lot of intense hiking. So the night before, we're all in the house having a good time, and Ben kept on talking about renting a stick and boots. And I and I couldn't help myself but tease everybody. He's like, "Oh, what kind of stick are you gonna rent?" Oh, Goopy, you rent a stick? I'm going to pick up my own stick. <laughs> Fast forward to, you know, 12 hours later, that stick was the best thing I've ever rented in my life. <laughs> it saved yeah. my life. Yeah. It would have oh. been – there There was a few guys not using them, and they are falling down, and they were like, oh, that stick's a, a waste of money. Oh, that was a lifesaver. Because, as Caleb mentioned, so it's like you're on a riverbed, but underneath you at all times, no matter if there's water or not, it's like big rocks. Yeah. So when there's water yeah. rushing, it's not yeah. deep, but it covers up the rocks. So you're just constantly walking on slippery, big rocks. Yeah. That, and it does, we probably went, it was probably a six hour hike. And oh, then boy. I, I looked at it later. So we stopped right where the narrows, like a, where they call the wall street where that's where it's really narrow. But there were so many people there. We turned off and did a different little slot cane and went back. But it was about, I think it was nine. No, we did nine to like one or two is what we did. 9 a.m. to one or two by the time we were back. It's a down and back hike. But there, what we're running into is we hit Instagram model corner. We were <laughs> in the middle of all the Instagram models. And then we were having to dodge and weave and they had all their videos it was kind of turning us off a little bit well no it didn't turn me off it turned me on it kept me going and motivated <laughs> oh, sorry. Get, to the, get to the next one <laughs> yes i went one instagram model to the next there's going to be one around this corner <laughs> <laughs> well there was one that time we stopped and we had a snack and we were this ben and it was just us and then this these two instagram people and he he had the phone on a stick and he kept like doing that thing where he'd go like upper butt with it and do this view <laughs> over and over. And he was, he was right behind you guys. So you guys couldn't see him. And I got laughing so hard. I started crying. I mean, they did it for like three minutes over and over. It was like, yeah. how many times do you have to, and then she's hiking her shorts up all the time. Oh, it's <laughs> funny. Remember that? Yeah, it's the perfect yin and yang of nature and civilization. All <laughs> yeah. in one spot. Oh, oh, and then when we got in the narrows, so the, when the actual Wall Street, they call it, it's all water. And it's probably like 20 to 30 feet wide. And this guy is doing this. 
he has his girlfriend, he has his back to her, and she's videotaping. And then he slowly turns around and slowly walks at her and by her. And I was to the left of him, like just out of view. And I got like smiling and laughing and she started laughing and they had to redo it. <laughs> it was like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Like, what are you trying to do? It's just such a scam, scam you know? My favorite story. So we went, it was great. Ben did a great job. I'm so impressed. He planned it all out and he knew when to go to this because, you know, we went early and sure enough, like he had heard and then planned, if you go, the later you go in the day, the more crowded it gets. So It turns into like a flash mob. Like yes. there shouldn't be as many people in this place as there is. Yeah. So props to you. That's the best tip ever. You know, it's like, we got to go this early and we did. But on our way back, we were kind of hitting that afternoon, <laughs> early afternoon crowd. Yep. So it got real, and I was so worn out and ready for it to be done. I, I was so that path beat me up more than anything. <laughs> like, well, my from all the unlevel ground and just, I was ready to be done. But tell them what kind of shoes you had on. You'd like slip on. No, <laughs> I those, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. I, I wore those shoes tonight. Those, those shoes are the best shoes ever. For walking in a river? Yeah, they were perfect. They in a canyon? Everyone made fun of my shoes. They were slip-ons, but they were great. But what's um, the story? So we're coming back, and we're like, nah, maybe 45 minutes from the end, and it's super crowded, but it's sunny. You know, it's hot, and we're, like, so close. And, like, I kept on saying, it's like, I can't believe people aren't falling all over the place or getting hurt. <laughs> like, it's like, ha, I didn't fall once, which was a miracle. Okay, so Caleb was on this mission that he was going to win this race, even though we weren't racing. And you, sometimes you could walk on land, and he would still walk through the creek. He was just trying to prove a point. He's trying to assert his dominance day one on the trip. So Joe is trying to keep up with him so I can watch – Sadie and help JC and everybody out. So I was, it was on this, you had to kind of climb up. And as I get on top of this rock down below me, there's like this, everyone's crossing the same spot. Cause it was a little bit sketchy. And I hear this like beach whale slash cow falling and like, like going to splash and make a noise. And I look down and it's Joa and this oh, guy coming, this guy coming the other way catches him. And then I'm like about, oh, six foot up looking down at you guys in the, the Virgin River in Zion National Park. And you guys like instantly make friends. He was a really nice guy. And hey, yeah, no problem. And you're thankful. And it's all good. And everybody's, you know, just kind of a cool little deal. You know, Joe got saved from falling in. So then that guy like did a good deed. He takes one step, falls in the hole you're in and disappears <laughs> under the water. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up and he's shaking himself off and he goes from ultimate hide and like he wasn't mad at you but he just he was so proud like you two like were like just hit it off you know and he's so glad he helped you and then he, fell, he disappeared he fell so hard <laughs> and he gets up and he, then he tells his wife he's trying to drive himself off and people were trying to go by and he goes I knew something like that was going to happen that's what he told his wife It was just the way, and it caught me off guard. It just, oh, I couldn't quit laughing. <laughs> and he was such a nice guy, you know, and he, it was just funny. Oh, side note, 
What? Have either of you heard, probably not Caleb, there was a lady who went missing for two yes. weeks. Yes, I've been hearing all about it. Okay, they found her, but now they're saying her story's not adding up. Yes, agreed. So weird because, yeah. like, okay, so did you hear, what's the backstory? She lost her job because of COVID. Yeah. Yep. So she almost, like, had a midlife crisis and hit the road. She was going to hit national parks. Yeah, because that's her thing. But then, so she went to Zion, and ooh, and I wonder what path she went on. Is um, it one of the ones you had on your radar? Yeah, I, I can't, I'm not for sure, like, which one, but she wasn't far from that river, though. But that river goes through the whole park. So, so, the, so then all of a sudden you hear, lady goes on a road trip, and then she's gone missing, like, you know, she yeah. got lost. So two weeks later, you know, they find her, and she's Which alive. was like three days ago. She wasn't that far off the trailhead or, or the, the road, I don't think, either. Yeah, so what did you hear why it was, like, skeptical? They said she, she said she hit her head, and then she was by water, you know, that creek, and then that gave her – because she needed to drink water through how long she was gone, otherwise she would have been dead. So then, like, she was by that, so then it just worked out good, and she'd hit her head and was disoriented. But then they were like, they got her out of there, whatever. But then the, she said, um, she was saying she didn't drink any water the whole time because no, she, no. Was, she was no. worried about the, the stagnant water. Like, if you drink it, like, there's some of these, you could no, die. No, 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 no. I heard a, a testimony from a sheriff. You okay. were right the first time. She said she hit her head, he yeah. delirious. She was by a water source, which was this river. So she survived for two weeks drinking from this river. And the sheriff said, wait a minute, that river has a high, you know, whatever pollutant. Yeah. If she drank that unboiled, she'd be either dead or so sick. But yeah. she was perfectly fine. Right. So she was like, well, what, what's the scam? What's the thing? You think, like, be prepared, have all this water just to get notoriety and like get a job um, and become famous? I think she just like wanted to disappear for you when you look at her, she's got that weird look in her eye. When you see pictures of her, I think she just wanted to like so a little attention or to disappear or something. And then she I don't think she has the had the guts to be like yeah, I just kind of went off the deep end for two weeks. So she was kind of like making the story up. And then, because I don't think she did anything, anyone thinks she did anything bad. I think she's almost like, maybe she's just embarrassed that she kind of lost it for a while. Well, you know? no, here's what she did bad. How much money was invested in people searching for her? Well, yeah. So if it is like unlegit, where she was, yeah, I'd be like, oh, I want to go live in the woods. Well, but she didn't She didn't ask for anyone to go find her, though. She just, you know what I mean? No, it's not like she did. Her family did. But I'm saying, like, it's not like she, you no. know, it was a hoax. It's not like she told everyone, oh, I'm lost, you know, come save me. She just, no, like. She, took, she didn't tell her family, her daughter, that she's like, hey, I'm going to go find myself in the woods. So, meanwhile, they're freaking out. They haven't heard from their mom and two days yeah. call everyone they were doing you know big time searches yeah the sheriff department all these how much resource they spend looking for her. yeah and i heard that too where they found her really wasn't that far off the path yeah right yeah, it's like she was just kind of like wanting to hang out in the woods for 
two weeks. Well, are you sure in today's age she wouldn't want just the attention? Like, oh, oh maybe two weeks in the woods. Now make me a reality star. Maybe. Well, I mean, you the look in her eye though. You just like she looks. <laughs> she just look, you look at the pictures and you're like, dang. You can like see her whole pupil, <laughs> the whites around her pupil. I'm like, I've always heard that's a bad sign. She was eating wild mushrooms to <laughs> experiments. Yeah. Well, I think whatever she did is fine. I just don't think um, she's just lying. Like she won't just say like what happened. So then the people are like looking more into it, but yeah. it might just be, she just kind of was off a rocker, but it is funny now. They're like, like, well, no one believes like what she said, but then, <laughs> but then they're like, yeah. but we don't think she like, it's not like she was hurting people, you know? No, but I'm telling you, it's money. They they should send her the bill. Oh, she doesn't want to pay the search bill. If it wasn't legit, if she was like, you know, if she caused this by well, her own. But I don't know if she was doing anything she shouldn't be doing, though. It's not like they're like, oh, you can't go in this area. Oh, sure. You can't you can't camp out at Zion National Park without a permit overnight. Sure? Or visiting hours are over, let's say, at 8 p.m., Right. You can't be in that park. Oh, good point. You know what I'm saying? You're trespassing. Yeah. Let's remember, uh, let's go back to our uh, Rainbow Gathering episode. <laughs> remember? That was like a national forest. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, these hippies thought, it's like, this is our land. <laughs> but they put that down. Camping is, camping is permitted in designated campsites, sure. but not in pullouts or parking lots. Yeah, you got to yeah, be on the campsite. And I bet in national parks, they do have permits where you can hike in to, uh, you know, primitive areas and hike in and camp. Yeah. Just like, oh, that's a good guest. We should have my good buddy just in and of itself. I have my good buddy Aaron on. He and a few of his friends... And his girlfriend at the time, they hiked the Appalachian Trail for like, I don't know, don't quote me, but three months. Oh, geez. And they hiked and camped and they went to towns. So we, that'd be nice to hear about. But yeah, they had would. like permits to do it. And they yeah. camped in like designated areas. Right. Is Caleb still on the line or do we lose him? No, he's here. Yeah, here. Are you interested in any of this? Yeah, I just didn't. Uh, I didn't know it happened, so it's news to me. Go back though, but I want to go back during the winter. Yeah, I love Utah. I did visit Utah a bunch back in the day, but I didn't go on major hikes like that. So I, yeah. it was awesome. They did a great job. Every day we had an excursion. Because I and I made an itinerary in a Google Doc sheet. Each day we kind of knew what we were going to do. And then we, we did uh, the last day that waterfall was really cool too. Yeah, that was and awesome. Then, and each day it was about an hour drive one way where we went. So each day we went to a different region. Scenery everywhere was different. I could probably think of 10 different sceneries between Salt Lake City to where we went that was all different. Because even when we went to the um, waterfall, that all of a sudden dropped off and just turned into like Mars through there, you know. And is this correct? So I think, and this is what I would do next time. So like a month before, you've been doing all this research. So you purposely did a lot of walking or like hiking to get ready for it. Right. Yeah. See, we did. Well, oh, yeah. 
I forgot that part. You never tell. You never clued me in on that part. <laughs> oh, on the training part. Yeah, I just get there and be like, "Oh, here I found a path," and then four hours later, six miles later, <laughs> it's the it's the most I've exercised in twenty five years. Yeah, well, that that waterfall <laughs> it was a three mile hike wow. uh, down and back, and we went at like one thirty in the afternoon in first week of september so and then there was no um there's no shade it was all direct sun and they said it was like no elevation like it didn't go up well for for us flat it means flat to them flats like it goes up and you know because we did go up and down but it really it wasn't going up big time but yeah that and then we ate a bunch right before we went that was a little bit miserable the first way. But you had final topic. Are you guys gonna sit around as a family and watch the debate tonight? Ooh. Are we going to Caleb? I don't care. I got school tomorrow. <laughs> the first one we did, but like it's hard to watch. I end up like messing around on my phone. It's hard to keep up with and well, I watched the social dilemma on Netflix. Have you seen that one, Joa? I've heard about it. Okay, if you watch that, I've been on Facebook like you know, not much in the last five weeks because when you watch that, it's crazy how they get you to do that death scroll, you know, where you just keep scrolling and then like how they get people to like not like each other and like cause problems. Well, 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 and... No, you're going to have to explain. No, I don't know what you mean. So the, the algorithms are trying to keep you using the site. So Facebook knows you typically do an hour a day, whatever, you know, and they, they know you, well, they want you to do more. So they put things in different orders to try and entertain you more to keep you doing the death scroll. And then let's say if you don't get on it much, they, they're trying to egg you almost like peer pressure you onto using it more. The algorithm is. So when you get on, they're going to put things where, they'll play with your emotions. You know, you might, they might put things you don't like that make you mad. They might put things you like, they learn about you that learns about you the whole time to try and keep, get you to keep using it more and more. And then if, and then they slide ads in to make money, but they're trying to like play you like a puppet. And then if they ever, if you're using it less they're when you get on it, they're going to try and put things to, you know, make you and maybe aggravate you or you maybe make right. you happy to try and get you the algorithms do. But it's really interesting. It's a really interesting show. And like all the people that help make it like don't use it now because it's like so bad like yeah. that. And, and then they can even like cause riots and stuff like that just by, by doing different tweaking different algorithms. They can cause like different groups of people not to like each other and like maybe cause riots. I that, they, it. I it didn't it. start off to be harmful. It, they, it's not to be harmful, but it's turned to that point where it's like playing on people's emotions so much. You know, and, and like to your point, what it probably all leads to ads. Right. Like, it's leading to ads. Commerce. Right. But they might figure out you're easier to get to look at ads if they're, you know, constantly putting things in front of you that make you upset, you know, or like. Right, 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 right. right. And then, well, and then they say if it's free, you're the product. They're selling you. So they're selling you to the advertisers. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to keep – and you got to watch it, though. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, it really makes you understand why, like, people get hooked on it. Well, hopefully everyone gets hooked on our podcast. 
All right, I'm going to sound off. You ready, Caleb? Or do you want to sound us off? Yeah, I'm ready. Peace out from the Mr. Leg Studio. This is Caleb. Everybody, have a good uh, Halloween. Ooh, ooh, tell me about that scary movie we watched. Uh, Oh, no. What was it called? Yeah, we watched a scary movie called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. (laughs) Would you watch watch it again? Don't watch it? Yeah. All right, but I'm going to hang up. I'm going to hang up. In capital letters. Do not or don't? Don't. Don't. All right. I'm going to hit stop. See you, Joe. All right. You guys have a good one. Nice talking with you. See you, brother. Bye. Bye.